0: Welcome to Dr. Who Podcast. I'm very excited to welcome my guest today. All the usual stuff, the sounds, the click-throughs, I'll just remind you to help the people that support our show. We really appreciate you doing so. We carefully select everybody. But right now, I am privileged to bring to you the authors of The Alzheimer's Solution available on Amazon. Their website is Team Sherzai. It is Dr. Dean Sherzai and Dr. Aisha Sherzai. Dean was trained in neurology at Georgetown University, has a PhD in healthcare leadership from Andrews University incorrect. in Scotland? No, That's no. St. Andrews University. No, Michigan. Michigan. Yes. Um, fellowship is in neurodegenerative disease and dementia. We're going to talk about dementia. And then Aisha is also your faculty at Alumna Linda presently. Yes, yeah. And you trained in preventative medicine and neurology with a fellowship in vascular neurology and epidemiology, which essentially stroke. We're just studying stroke. Epidemiology a of stroke. diseases of um, vascular, in general,
1: but vascular neurology in specific. This yes, you're going to have to get this stroke. right down the. You have to like move that. this thing
0: over here, so you're okay, right so down I can the barrel. See you too. There you go. Yes. Uh, vascular diseases, meaning Correct, stroke. Uh, disease. Yes. Stroke. Um, so I got a. You know, I'm sure you guys have a bunch of data and material you want to get out that uh, is sort of pertinent to the Alzheimer's solution. What's the book about?
2: So the book is about um, one of the biggest. Uh, tsunamis that are that we're about to face right now we have 5.7 million people who suffer from alzheimer's and actually that's an understatement Mm. because a great proportion of certain populations minority populations the diagnosis never never made every 66 seconds somebody's being diagnosed with alzheimer's this number is going to climb to 14 million by 2050 but more importantly what what it's doing is that every family will be experiencing this Whereas we've been successful in abating death from other diseases such mm-hmm. as uh, diabetes and heart disease and everything else. Uh, in the last 10 years alone, Alzheimer's, death from Alzheimer's has gone up by as much as 90%.
0: So let's examine that for just like, – I'll have a million questions for you guys. So, So is it that we've been successful with these other conditions that we're seeing the Alzheimer's emerge? I mean – you know, I remember back in medical school, they say we're seeing autoimmune diseases because we did such a great job with infections. And, you know, sort of things emerge when we when we treat one set of conditions, another set emerges. And sometimes some of the treatments we do encourages other illnesses. Is that happening here with Alzheimer's? I think two things, right? Uh, one is it is,
2: we are getting older, we're surviving better. And the second thing is that our lifestyle is poor. Mm. So although we're able to forestall and, and survive the effect of this bad lifestyle when it comes to diabetes and heart disease, we don't know what to do with it when it comes to the brain. And so now we're seeing the effect.
0: We kind of do. We're just not doing it. Correct. Okay. Um, let me give you my sort of real interesting little self-experience I had with Alzheimer's, severe Alzheimer's. I was working in a Alzheimer's nursing facility for a while. And when I first got there, I mean, these were advanced, severe, profound, vegetative dementias. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was walking around, and it was mostly men. I thought, that's interesting. It wasn't all men. It was mostly men. And I was looking sort of at their bedsides, and every bedside of every one of these guys was like, this is the ship he was the admiral of. Here's his car dealership. Here, here's the, you know, these huge successes. that. And I thought, oh, it must be the stress of all these, the life these guys were leading. So I started questioning the families. Not stressed at all. He loved his job. No stress. Zero. Ate well. Slept well. Exercised. Oh, no. I beg you. Wrong. One thing that they all had in common, the only common thread I could find was, they did not sleep. Mm-hmm. They all were sleep-deprived. Mm-hmm. This makes you, makes you reassured as somebody who's medically trained. It's uh, like, what are we in for? <laughs> I, see, of, I, see I, <laughs> I see I see Aisha <laughs> fear in her face. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, scary. what have we done? Absolutely. Yeah, they all did not sleep. Yeah. Uh, I was the ab- captain of a ship, admiral of a ship, and I just couldn't sleep because yep. I was had too much responsibility. I had to get up all the time. So I'm wondering, what do we know about sleep now in Alzheimer's?
1: Oh, goodness, a lot yeah. lately. Um, you know, sleep, as we all know, that – two major things happen when we sleep. It's uh, consolidation of memory and getting rid of the toxic byproducts that are de- you know, incrementally developed in the brain during the day. And that doesn't happen when people don't get a chance to go through each and every stage of sleep. And nowadays with, you know, the influx of information and everything that people are involved people are blaming the blue screen and things of that nature, but uh, they're not getting enough sleep. And then sleep apnea because of obesity and lifestyle risk factors is a huge issue. They're getting terrible sleep. Correct. And, you know, you have multiple studies showing you that there was this one paper that came out that showed that um, sleep apnea can increase the risk of Alzheimer's disease by 70%. So that's a crazy number. And um, we now know that it's very important for us to sleep, and it's not just the kind of you know shot I knock out sleep uh, with medication, the type of sleep that you get through uh, sleep hygiene and cognitive behavioral therapy. But it's tough; it's really tough. It's one of the major issues in our clinic.
0: It, and uh, I. I I, three or four questions occur to me simultaneously. You, you mentioned these byproducts that develop during the day. Do we know specifically what they are? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it, we're talking about the tau protein? or
2: Well, uh, amyloid, tau, yeah. but also inflammation. Inflammation is the the, the the common pathway we're looking at is inflammation. There's a lot of other things happening. Now, now the inflammation, whenever somebody says inflammation, sometimes, yeah.
0: sometimes I wonder what they're talking about, yes. right? Because I think endothelial inflammation is probably different than the kind of inflammation you're talking about, Correct. Right? And, and yeah. In the
2: brain, the inflammation is very different. Yeah. Now, what you do is you, you activate the immune system. System, the microglia, these little janitor cells that are in the in the in the brain, and they come and they over, they're overzealous often,
0: hmm. and one so of they're the releasing d- cytokines correct, or correct, something, yeah. correct.
2: And and that overzealousness actually causes a lot of damage. In fact, when going back to sleep, one study just this year came out that people who don't get good sleep, hmm. these microglia, whose job is to clean up and also disconnect certain axonal connections, actually start eating away at good. Connections, so they start eating away at the brain itself. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating the, the, the language, but but it's, they start doing erroneous and wrong things and damage the brain.
0: Do we know the receptor mechanisms that uh, we don't? Uh, and do we know any of the DNA that's involved in this? Any of the genes that not are with the, with up the microglial no. processes
2: yet? We're we're beginning to look at the relation between sleep and brain health significantly. And when we were directors of the Alzheimer's Prevention Program at Cedar Sinai, yeah. We had lots of people, Hollywood would come to us and, and you know detox this, detox that, and I would say there are only two detoxes that I know of. One is water. Your body is 70% made of water, so you need more water, especially as you grow older. But the other one is sleep. A major function of sleep is to detox, to clean up. And, and what that word means is both getting rid of waste, because one of the genetic components that we found now that is involved in The majority of uh, Alzheimer's types, the ninety percent, there are multiple genes involved, as much as thirty that we've identified. But one for the risk, for the risk, (laughs) and one group is what what we call garbage disposal genes. You know how the cell, how good the cell is in getting rid of waste. Mm. So that kind of gives you a clue. So if you have too much waste, you get overwhelmed, and if you have a good, if you don't have a good way to get rid of waste, you have a problem. Mm. And if you don't do the things necessary to give the brain the time to get rid of waste, such as Sleep, Mm -hmm. you go and overwhelm the cells. So, sleep, ironically, the part, the time of day where you're knocked out, that seems to be the most important part of the day for your brain.
0: It it begs the issue. And I I talked to a psychiatrist in the East who was uh, telling me that she was involved in a study where they're using small, tiny doses of anti inflammatories to try to affect this. Is that useful, not useful? Should people be doing stuff like that just in case? What do you think?
1: The, the studies that uh, were conducted on anti-inflammatories um, – But they were in
0: full dose though, right? Right. They, were the full yeah.
1: low, they didn't really show any, any benefit were at all. Were they long enough? They were long enough. I think the longest was six months. Don't mm,
0: um, you want to see like sixteen years? Right, <laughs> right.
1: You would probably. But you know, when you look at um, some dietary um, studies or some you know longitudinal population studies, when they eat a clean diet, a whole food plant based diet, they mm. seem to have lower risk of Alzheimer's disease. So, in that perspective, you know, when it comes to diet and the anti inflammatory components, they seem to be beneficial. Well,
0: I wonder. Wonder. I wonder about uh, carbohydrate ingestion, whether that's really the one of these issues. Big sugar.
2: Thing. So, so uh, sugar is a big issue. So what yeah. we say is the two things that – I love the concept, the humility <laughs> of science. We always say to the best of our knowledge. Yeah. And that doesn't satisfy people. No. But I'm sorry. That's, that's – yeah. to the best of well, our knowledge. We don't,
0: there's no, if, if here's what people don't get is there's no such thing as a scientific fact. Correct. Correct. There's no Correct. such thing.
2: But but, it does, but that doesn't mean paralysis because right. that, that semi-knowledge- predicts the
0: future, it's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've been able to fly at 40,000 yeah. miles an pretty hour good. with rockets. It's pretty, pretty good. good. This,
0: yeah. phone, this phone thing, I, this, <laughs> uh, pretty good this thing. This thing yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. So, so it works. It works in its own way. Yeah. The, the reality is that inflammation, let's talk about inflammation, the data came to us from population studies. And those are always first level. Mm. And population studies show that people who had chronic inflammatory diseases and then they took anti-inflammatories- they had lower cognitive decline and lower Alzheimer's risk. So there we go. So mm-hmm. let's now proactively do that. Failed. Fail mm-hmm. over and over again. We believe there's two reasons for that failure. One is the wrong drugs. Second is the wrong time of infusion. They usually up to just recently they kept giving these drugs that worked in mice on on human models, but when the person already had Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And we think that by that time too late. the ship it's is out. Yeah. And, and and so and then the third element is Alzheimer's is not one disease. Mm. Many different diseases, people who come to Alzheimer's from head trauma, people who come to Alzheimer's from diabetes. We just wrote a paper on diabetes, not even diabetes, pre-diabetes and, and, and cognitive disease. Insulin resistance.
0: Do, do we really call that uh, Alzheimer's? Both right of those? now we do. But that's, that's wrong. That's you're, weird.
2: That's, yeah. Uh, we are at that stage of the disease. That's so I why. Always
0: try to, I always try to not call it Alzheimer's. Maybe you call it clinically Alzheimer's, but, yeah. you know. But
2: you're, you're right. Yeah. and And the problem is so when you clump multiple diseases into one yeah. and you throw one drug at it, you keep failing. You keep failing because mm. you're treating multiple diseases with
0: one thing. I, I would argue that a significant percentage of people that uh, get called Alzheimer's out in the clinic community. Have neurovascular disease. That's mm-hmm. a, a significant percentage. I bet. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and and then who knows these other categories? You know, sort of.
2: We see it in, in San Bernardino, mm-hmm. uh, so Loma Linda versus San Bernardino. Right. The difference the is shown there. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so talk to me about age-related brain uh, shrinkage. Mm-hmm. Is that related to this? Is that the same thing? How does that differ from what we're talking about? Because so, we all yeah. shrink. Are all of our brains shrink? Right.
1: Yes. Definitely. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Especially after after a particular age, you Uh have these processes that you know prune the brain and you get shrinkage. But um, it's not about the size of the brain. Your cognitive um, capacity or or your cognitive reserve is about the connections that you've made throughout life. So you know, it's about how busy you've been, how complex of a job you have, and how well you have um, controlled all the vascular risk factors. Okay.
0: Right. So vascular risk factors. So you're not getting any real localized. Damage, Mm -hmm. right? You're just getting sort of a general pruning. And and then this issue of wiring, right? How how complex is our dendritic wiring, right? Yeah. Uh, Is that actually a protective uh, phenomenon as it pertains to things like Alzheimer's? It's the most protective phenomenon.
2: As much as we would like to say nutrition. Yeah. I mean, her study, her uh, master's in nutrition, mine is in nutrition. As much as – doesn't
0: say that. You were, you've left that part out. We <laughs> left actually a couple, That's interesting. Of, couple of things.
2: Uh, but but uh, nutrition, is, you, nutrition is our central study area, but mm. it's not nutrition. It's very important. Yeah. As much as we would like to say exercise, but it's actually con- mental connectivity,
0: cognitive connectivity. Okay. And so in a weird way, sending your kids to graduate school is one of the better protective <laughs> mechanisms to – dementia, right? It is. Is I that mean, because of a reserve of all that dendritic complexity? Do you
2: think? Well, it depends on how they you sent them. If you sent them kicking <laughs> and dragging, it's not.
0: <laughs> you've, just, you've done a lot. They're going to come to you, Doctor Drew. Actually, you know, it's funny. It, now that you mentioned, I'm wondering if this. I'm holding up my phone. Is going to because it's so. It, it feels like a lot of the information processing that the phone helps us do mm-hmm. in terms of finding information is the kind that doesn't set up wiring. Yeah. You know what I mean? It <laughs> feels yeah. like we, oh, we're not applying, it, we're not analyzing, we're not writing about it, we're not expressing it, we're just sort right. of reading it. Right. And yeah. that's not that's not building brain.
1: Yeah, in it many is. ways it it really takes away that complexity and the challenge. Yeah. So it depends on how you use it. But I, I've
0: noticed a lot of younger people have the Dunning-Kruger effect. you familiar with that? You're yes. both yes. nodding yes, vigorously. Yes, 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 because, yes. And I think it's this. I think it's it the is. phone. It so is. True. It is. So yeah. true. Yes.
2: Uh, the, the phone does... Uh, uh, but I think there's – but we use it badly up to now. I think there will be a time where we we'll use technology properly sure. where it, where the information is going to actually challenge us. Mm-hmm. But right now, it's, it's a dumbing-dumb it's, – it's a very um, passive. Uh, passive process, yeah. incredibly yeah. passive process. Yeah, yeah, and
0: that's not the way the brain builds. It's not. Brilliant. It's all
2: about activity. Uh, as much as so, – this little three-pound organ—I'm telling, I'm telling you—and you're the expert, well, but the yeah. audience, yeah. yeah. So, three-pound organ, two percent of body weight consumes twenty-five percent of our uh, energy at, at its peak, and and that's by far greater proportion than any other animal. Uh, there are other animals that have bigger brains, the whales, but but our proportion of energy usage. So, we've sacrificed quite a bit for this brain to work. Mm-hmm. So, our natural tendency is to be reflexive. It's basal ganglia, repetitive habits. That's why. Thinking deeply and complexly is hard. Is, is hard. Yeah. but in order to make those connections, you have to do deep thinking.
0: Do you, do you do do you either of you spend time ruminating about the difference of our brain versus our primate uh, cousins? We have one layer in the cortex that the great apes don't have, right? Correct, correct. And isn't that an integrative layer? I forget it's the pyramidal cell or something. Correct. Yeah, correct. It, isn't that an integrative layer? Layer? Isn't it where learning occurs by integrating the columns? I, I keep thinking that's the difference. That's what's different about our brain. Why is that not being studied that way? Like, why aren't people doing computer modeling and things of like that? I think
2: there are. There are places that they do this kind of compu- uh, com- because in that difference you can find the meaning. I mean, where, yes, where does that's right? Yeah, so it's it's not just a, a matter of degrees. There was a leap. There yeah, was a th- leap.
0: this group of cells showed up and this cell connects other columns. I Correct. mean, to me it seems so integrative. It's like, well, that's thinking. Exactly. Yeah. that is
2: that is, and and, and well, I actually recently. They they came up and said they figured out consciousness, but what they were describing was awareness. Right, even though they awareness is different. They keep doing that. Uh, they do. They I, do.
0: Here, humbly, I think consciousness is an interpersonal experience. Hmm. I don't think it emerges from. I don't. I think if you were raised in the in the wild from the age of zero by wolves, you would emerge without something we call consciousness. Correct. You would be a reflexive, motivated animal. But uh, you would not be – you would not have a self or you'd have – your self would be sort of loosely defined by a set of impulses. Yeah. And you would have no awareness of other people or consciousness. You just wouldn't have it.
2: Especially language. True. Yes. With, if you, the more things, the more words you have to define things the more ability to connect that to a higher level and higher level and higher level. In fact, there's a, um, well, a book by, uh, by Jay – I forgot his uh, the first name um, – conscious Consciousness and Bicameral Mind. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I've You're going to lose a lot, yeah. of, seen, lose that a lot of audience no, uh, no. at this No, no, no. But that's a famous book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's about language. Language yeah. is at the core. So Julian all James. beings are not – What's the name?
0: Julian James. Julian James. James. Julian James.
2: Yeah. So it's not – That's a good reason. (laughs) Phenomenal. He's on it. (laughs) So all all human beings aren't even at the same level of consciousness. As your language and your processing and your – your ability to contextualize all this grows, you become more conscious. I
0: agree with you. There's different kinds of consciousness, exactly. right? And I, I don't think that's a politically popular position because it makes it seem like some people are more aware. And we're not really saying that. No, we're not. We're saying not. it's just no. more of a, like like I'm more attuned to other people because of the work I do. And it yes. affects my consciousness for sure because I'm taking in more while I'm, not aware sort right. of thing. You know, it right. just comes in now. The passive
2: and, and active language in your mind, the library is bigger, so you can connect quicker. Now,
0: now, one of the areas that interests me is the parasympathetic nervous system and how little we know about it and how much of the body is processed through that. And, you know, 80% of the vagus is afferent. It's going yes. to the brain. Yes, I was not trained that way in medical school. I was just <laughs> trained that it slowed the heart down and that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and But it's it's this, and we have these huge rests of, of material in our body that are processing something somehow. We, yeah. Do we know anything about the integration of the of uh, the parasympathetic plexuses throughout the body? Actually, sh- sh- you're doing
2: a review on this. We're oh doing god, a review I'm on so this. Oh my god! I'm so happy. Yeah. Tell but me more. <laughs> Don't look at me. Tell me about this. I'm dying
0: to know. <laughs>
1: Well, we're, we're actually trying to study um, the effects of an environmental um, environmental factors on the gut microbiome and how it affects brain that's function That's a little in different. That's different. It is different, yeah, that's different. Yes. But I'm yeah. interested but in that as, too. I yeah. was going to go there. Right. So good. But as far as the parasympathetic yeah. activity is concerned, it's, it's a fascinating area. Yeah. We're trying to learn… You know, You're more going to be talking it. more
0: about the neurobiology of the gut, which is different than the parasympathetic That's sort of true. processing yes, from the body. And it's really information coming up to the brain. So I, I actually
2: was describing to you the the, the relationship between food and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah. just a few days ago, I'm, I'm not a very anxious person, but but the, the other day I, I ate certain things, and, and
0: I don't know, the, your wife seems to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's obsessional. It's <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was
2: anxiety. <laughs> no, but but maybe uh, who knows? Uh, maybe you can do psychoanalysis. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> no but. But, but the, 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 the relationship of how you've perceived um, nervousness, uh, for example, when, when, when Aisha gave a talk in front of uh, the whole AAN group, 5,000 people, oh, we said, goodness. oh, she was nervous and uh, and I, it was 15 years ago. Yes. And I said, okay, here's a beta blocker to slow your heart.
0: Yes. Worst, um.
1: worst decision ever. Oh, yeah.
0: interesting. Because people have been t- – I, I, have, I have an anxiety disorder. And uh, every once in a while I have panic when I'm doing something in front of people. And somebody suggested beta blocker. And I thought, mm, <laughs> i got to be fully there. And yeah. I'm worried I could affect how – yeah. So, I feel it, disconnected yeah. completely. Well, you are disconnected from your body then. Yeah. Right? And,
1: and I walked up the stairs and I twisted my foot. And I gracefully held on to the furniture not to fall I gave I gave my speech in front of five thousand people, I got okay. I got you know, an applause and I walk downstairs and I look at my foot, it's the size of a watermelon. You didn't feel I it. actually had a an avulsion fracture of oh my, my talus <laughs> and Jesus. I hadn't felt I didn't feel the pain wow. for hours How because
2: weird. of that. Yeah. It buck. Absolutely. So it's that reverse. Yeah, that was my fault. That, that, I take that. The <laughs> thing. I see you've
0: been paying penance for quite some time. <laughs> I, I get she it. She still remembers. <laughs> I she get it. <laughs> it. Yeah.
2: No, but, but the relationship between the gut and, and that entire nervous system, which is bigger than – I mean and, – and, and our emotions, definitely there. It's yes. Again, we say that to the best of our knowledge – people overstate things The microbiome we went to dr oz the, the first thing is microbiome microbiome and, yeah. and all the people were talking all kinds of stuff and we don't know and, and i just said no. i'm sorry we can't give you yeah, what we can't we don't. say that yeah, yet. yeah. yeah. So, so but but it's definitely there I,
0: oz will come with you as a scientist if you he just gets over the enthusiastic yes. about stuff you yes. got to go dude mm-mm. yeah we just don't have the data that's right. what we said yeah. that's, that's what, what we said. said and and i'm sure that i like i i sure bulk probably helps them this, you know bulk agents like si- psyllium husk stuff like that sure. probably yeah. helps the microbiome yes mm-hmm. Sure, prebiotic, whatever, and and postbiotic, what do they call probiotics, probably all helpful, but what and how much and how when, and we have no idea. No idea at all. Yeah, and and everyone's gut is so different. Exactly. That's the other thing. Exactly. So I've known the... Bulk has helped me. I've noticed that. Uh, somebody bulk we, is a no brainer. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly.
2: When was it? We were in uh, Mind Body Green, and uh, one uh, we were in a city, sitting on the table, and somebody said, "We're ninety nine percent bacteria trying to learn how to be human, oh,
0: that's and uh, we
2: are ninety nine percent bacteria." Yeah, yeah. And if, you know that has a part in this. We just haven't figured out,
0: you know, how. Well, I you know, I think prokaryotic cells are have a bacteria in them, the mitochondria. The mitochondria. I think that's this weird symbiotic something that happened from something yes. <laughs> at so, some yes, point yes. in something. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. It's too too much to be believed. I mean that's just the most extraordinary it thing is. in biological history. And, we, and it's funny that we only started thinking of it that way maybe twenty years ago. Right. I mean when I was studying mitochondria, mitochondrial energy production and membrane function and mm-hmm. stuff when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, no one ever people would always go, It's just like an E. coli mm-hmm. but it's their mitochondria. It's like Wait a minute. It is exactly, <laughs> exactly. like an and right. It's got its own gene. It's <laughs> exactly. Right. exactly like an e yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, all right. So... Uh, but tell me, where should we go from here? There's a lot of stuff we're covering here. We're covering it very quickly. It's a complicated material. People can get TeamSherzai, sherza com. also Twitter, at TeamSherzai. What do you put out on Twitter? You put information, information as it's coming? as Not soft
2: stuff. We try to make it soft and easy, but it's scientifically valid, the, the large enough data and information. And also, more importantly, the things that we know. For example, one of the things we know is that we, there's been a disconnect between brain and the rest of the body. As if the brain operates in, in a completely magical, different way than the rest of the body.
0: So, so that, that's a cultural disconnect, right? a histo- Historical cultural disconnect. Correct. And, and this is the body-soul thing. This is all Correct. about Descartes, Correct. right? Exactly. Uh, and uh, Mr. Dr. Um, – I'm blanking on his name – wrote Descartes' Error. Damasio, Demaccio Damasio, yes yes and yes. It, rather than you know his his thing was you know I think therefore I am it yeah. should have been I think therefore nature creates a substance that's capable of thought yes <laughs> yes yes, <laughs> right? yes right that's exactly. embedded in a body that's embedded in a social historical context <laughs> exactly. And, exactly and that's the, the accurate description it of is the yeah. it is completely uh, and we have a weird I, I got to give a talk on stigma you guys can help me with this in a couple months and one of the things I was examining was why we why we treat the brain so differently and why we recoil when people's brains aren't working right. We don't mm-hmm. want to accept the brains get sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. And then we stigmatize and distance ourselves. And I found something in robotics. You ever heard of the uncanny valley? No. no. I hadn't either. It's this phenomenon well known in robotics which is that the closer you get to a humanoid appearance and behavior the more we as humans like it until you get just nearly fully human. And then we we have absolute disgust and recoil. So it makes me wonder if we sort of have some sort of evolutionary something in us that makes us look at humans that are not functioning normally as as really not human. We have disgust and recoil. It's a weird phenomenon. If it exists in robotics, it must exist out in nature, right? Mm. Let me me posit a a hypothesis here. So up to that
2: point, We actually consider it a separate being. It's not a, it's not a
0: human and. Well, but the more it gets closer, the more we like it until it almost is one.
2: (laughs) We, we like it as a doll, as a, as a, as a toy thing. But when it gets to that level, the mirror neurons expectations change. Your mirror neuron immediately Connect and it's
0: expecting. So it's it's a lack of expect. It's a lack of fulfilled expectation. I, I want exact mirroring, and the mirroring's not there. It's like, exactly. And okay. that dissonance. It's so always, this may be just robotics.
2: It is yeah. may not
0: exist in nature. Uh,
2: I mean, this dissonance. I've talked about this. Mm-hmm, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, our our expectations of of, of consonance and connecting it controls everything from comedy to dance and everything else. We will, that's another. Show. But but as far as connecting to other human beings, that's why a lot of the. Cultural disconnect. You look at the part that that mirroring is not happening. Dissonance, and then you create language. Your brain fills in information. So is,
0: is it maybe at its core the sort of us them tendencies? It that, is. That we, yeah. Which is it's a survival so gen- value. Yeah. yeah. Genetic survival historically. Value. Yeah. Historically, historically, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Not so much anymore. No. Pluto TV. This I've downloaded the app. It's fantastic. It is free streaming television, and it's I kid you not free. Over hundred TV channels, thousands of movies on demand. I literally downloaded the app, and I thought, how how is this possible? This is it. People have been trying to do it. Now Pluto's done it. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch all your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. Don't wait. Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV, and you can download it on all your favorite devices, including phone, Roku, Amazon Fire, uh, Apple TV, Smart TV, PlayStation, anywhere else you stream. Download the Pluto app, and uh, it's it's breathtaking. It's really amazing. Pluto TV is a leading free streaming television service with over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all for free. No credit card needed, no sign up. Just download the app. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies. I think they keep repeating that it's legal because it seems too good to be true. It couldn't be legal, but it is. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all your favorite devices now. Super Bowl champ Martellus Bennett covers what it means to be a creative, activist, culture shaping world changer. Listen free to the show each week exclusively on Apple Podcasts, podcastone.com, and the Podcast One app. Share it with a friend, leave a rating and a review. And if you like self improvement, check out my show and the Jordan Harbinger Show and the Good Life with Stevie and Sazim. only on Podcast One. All right, if you're looking to buy a car, you are familiar with terms like MSRP, or there's so many different weird labels and so upgrades and you don't even know what you're doing when you're trying to buy a car Half time, i get lost you don't know what these things stand for invoice list price dealer price it's enough to confuse anybody all you want is the price the true price thus we are introducing of course true price from true car now you'll know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want including fees and accessories before you ever even get to the dealership true car shows you the true price on cars like the one you want all from the comfort of your home and you know that the true price is a great price because TrueCar shows you what other people paid for the same car you want. You see that scattergram, you lock it in, and you're locking it in for an actual vehicle on a true car certified dealer's lot. And the true car certified dealers know that you're looking at the prices, so they set them competitively. The true price is set competitively because they want to win your business. So when you're ready to buy new or used, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. <laughs> Uh, but let's go back into the, the – do you believe that the reason we have this big instrument in our skull is, was originally primarily social? In other words, coordinated social functioning like hunting and stuff like that and communication across distance and being able to read people's faces when you're in a hunting group or uh, – is is, do you think it was primarily that or No. I, yeah was it a was pro- it a problem solving sort of uh implement? That's an
1: interesting question i don't think i've ever thought about it that way but um I believe that it definitely was uh, you know for uh for the sake of survival for the F- sake well, of sure. fulfilling bodily needs and uh i think um socialization and connection with other human beings or other animals for that matter came as a as a side effect. Okay, so of you that. think it's a
0: side effect. So it wasn't I one of the primary. So. See, I think I think it was primary and thinking and problem solving is a side effect. Uh, it, it's it, it's a, you will never know, right? I, you might actually uh,
2: get us in trouble here, but I kind of agree on you. Okay. Well, well, the reason
0: I brought it up is you talked about a coordinated function like yeah. dance and things right. like that. So yeah. wh- where were you going with that?
2: So uh, everything is expectation a, 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 I call it a a, um, a um, action potential you you have an expectation and if it's not re- realized it drops so comedy let me give you uh, comedy comedy is the first form of comedy there's a baby and then there's bearded guy like me with comes there's says coochie coochie. so the, the first if you look at the face of the baby it's a fear look mm. and then the fear which is expectation threat threat averted when the threat is averted the first form of laughter is actually a pseudo-cry.
0: A relief. A
2: relief. Uh. Every form of comedy thereafter, even three-level comedy where there's a linguistic high-level comedy, it's that expectation relief. Yes. So all but, this but, – but,
0: but that expectation phenomenon can be an all different – it doesn't have and, to be a fear. It can be exactly. all kinds of – yeah.
2: And all, even dance. Yeah. Dance is this – your heart starts beating and your expectation is that sympathetic fight or flight. But – you're f- you're feeling this sen- sense of fight or flight because that's why you take beta blood. but yet there's no danger so it's relief it's expectation relief expectation and, and then
0: you must get some sort of medial forebrain zing with that so absolutely. you get a reward and
2: falling. Yeah. exactly exactly and yeah, not if you see my dancing but but, <laughs> but, but in general a different part
1: of the brain gets activated. exactly exactly your,
2: your your front your occipital Fear. lobe shuts down <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but in any case i think it is this, uh, sorry i um, I'm no, going to no, disagree with my wife no, but
0: I- well cuz whenever it's it's sort of Chicken or egg question? Right. Never know, you know, yeah. like, yeah. I know. Very interesting. Absolutely. I just I forget. I saw something about some other primates where I thought to myself, "This is it," and it was sort of they were not having problem solving, but they were having coordinated social mm-hmm. functioning at that. And I, I for some reason, I, I think about this stuff a lot, I, but, and then I don't write it down, then I forget about at it. The so. core <laughs> it's still
2: DNA propagation that 's still cor- That's course, we 're doing yeah, but, but, but ultimately, the group realized that their DNA coordination is, uh, their DNA survival is much better, not at the individual level but at the group level
0: okay, so uh, I, I, I get a little frustrated always when I hear phil- philosophers talking about altruism and uh, and whether uh, what 's his name the, the selfish gene uh, Dawkins and Do- talking, Do- talking yeah. about how altruism. Doesn't make any sense if you are willing to go into a you know a firehouse if a fire to save your save somebody other than yourself. But to me, it, it makes perfect sense. perfect sense. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we first itself, but second and maybe first is is immediate kin. We we would kill our we would die for the immediate kin to, yes. to push those genes forward. They're younger, they're more likely to move forward than yes. ours. But next is species. Exactly. we yeah. really we're supposed to push the species forward. Exactly. So being altruistic for anyone in the species absent our us-them craziness that is in us for some godforsaken reason, yeah. right. uh, we would do it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I don't know why people argue it whether altruism yeah. is, is uh, innate and biological. It just makes perfect sense to me from everything I know about evolutionary biology. Uh, to me, too. Yeah. To me, too. Absolutely. So we're not alone with that. Uh, again, what else would you like people to know about nutrition? Because that's, of course, where people want to focus their attention. And what should people be doing n- – I don't know how else to ask this except maybe to help themselves. You know what I mean? Give, give us some long shots that yeah. probably aren't going to hurt that you might ask, people, ask have people do to protect their brains. I, I'm, I'm getting into the low-carb, low-sugar <laughs> idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to think particularly as you age, just like sleep, particularly as you age, there might be something there yeah. in terms of these macrophage functions. Maybe, And I know my, all my elderly patients do not eat enough protein, so I'm thinking protein, protein, protein may be a big piece of helping the immune function. No? No? Uh, well, no you tell, you she's tell the me. nutrition okay. well, you know, expert.
1: Uh, what we do, what we try to do as scientists and neurologists is to stick to the science, like Dean said, and you know, to the best of our knowledge today, You know, from the population studies and from all the clinical trials that have come back. And what we do on our website is to make this information available in a very palatable format for people to understand. And we want them to have access to the latest data. And so as far as nutrition is concerned, there's a lot of... Noise out there There's a lot of clutter Diet, du jour This vitamin That vitamin There's a lot of nonsense <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not about one vitamin. It's not about one food. It's about, you know, making small incremental changes towards the right kind of diet. And so far from the clinical research and from the population studies, it seems that a diet that is closest to its natural form, a whole food plant based diet mostly, is the best type of diet for brain health and body in general. And Michael Pollan in his book, The Omnivore's Development, said it. Perfectly, you know, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. Mm. Um, and you're right. There is a lot of sugar and a lot of, you know, processed foods out there that is the reason why we have so many people having diabetes and heart disease and cancers and high blood pressure. And as a culmination of all of these vascular Uh, risk factors, you get diseases of the brain, neurodegenerative disease of the brain like Alzheimer's disease. So what we tell people is to eat food, not too much, and mostly plants.
0: So we've done a lot on the sort of sleep and immune function Mm -hmm. risks in the brain. We've not talked that much about the neurovascular phenomena, which Mm -hmm. is your field. Right. And I believe that's the other big issue, which is I would just put it under the heading of endothelial function. Am I right saying that? Absolutely. Explain what I mean by that.
1: So you basically, we're talking about the um, endothelial or the inner lining of the artery which is an organ brain. system. Yes. So, which yeah. is a
0: giant organ system. Absolutely. And people don't know that. So. Yeah.
1: You have, well, the brain is such an active organ. It is actually highly, highly vascular. It's probably the most vascular organ in the body. And um, whatever we do to ourselves, whatever we eat and however we exercise and move and sleep, it affects the inner lining of the arteries. And we know that you know, a lot of sugar and a lot of uh, saturated fats actually destroys the inner lining of the arteries. And um, on the contrary, if you are aware of what you eat and if you make sure that you eat a whole food plant-based diet, these damages are actually reversible, and um, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, let, let's get into the weeds a little bit because um, a lot of people have, like, I got bad genes. I have metabolic syndrome, mm. uh, and no matter what I eat and do, it just, it just, I got bad genes. Right. Uh, so I take a statin and I take a, a blood pressure medication. Good, bad. LDLC is that what I'm fighting?
2: Yeah, I mean, medication is necessary yeah, for. But a, but
0: no, and what should I? But what should I be targeting? Is in other words, what I'm going <clears ask> to <throat> ask is, and this is not just on my behalf, it's also my patient's behalf. Mm-hmm. Should I be really worrying about the the small particles, LDL? Yeah, uh, yeah. Strictly speaking, and how low is the blood pressure? And the American College Cardiology comes just out with down. New, new parameters every three weeks. Yeah. So yeah. It's I unbelievable. Yeah, 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 I've been yeah, through yeah, yeah. so many waves of this now. I can't even tell you. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. I'll let you yeah. hear what you guys have to say.
2: What we know now is the smaller particles are the the factor. In fact, even we, what what we look into is the, the C and then apol uh, lipoprotein a, a. a and and other and uh, VGF and other inflammatory. Oh, you know. I don't know what that is. What's yeah. VGF? So uh, VGF is, is a group of um, uh, vascular endothelial uh, um, uh, byproducts that, uh. that you can study, and whole there's a whole category of
0: them. Can, can I order them at my office just with a routine sort of? Well, screen? with the right lab, uh. with the
2: right lab, you can. It's yeah. cost a fortune. I don't a do know, get, I don't think it's standard it? of okay, care. Okay. Okay. It's so not standard, standard of care. So, sure yeah. are going to pay for it. It, Got it. So, we're beginning to learn more and more as far as what components. But the, but, but the, at the end of the day, it is vascular. Mm-hmm. In fact, the latest data shows that even prior to amyloid, and amyloid, which is the bad protein associated with Alzheimer's, which happens 10 to 15 years prior to any symptoms, even prior to that, the microvascular disease starts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And In Alzheimer's. In
2: Alzheimer's.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, I don't think about that. Yeah. Okay, keep going.
2: So now, and, and one of the studies that just came out, which is the Finger study, uh, the Finnish geriatric study, uh, 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 they did a multi-dimensional lifestyle intervention like we we do, and they found, and then they picked the people that had vascular risk factors, just a little bit of high blood pressure, cholesterol, all that with a certain score, May. and that significantly reduced cognitive decline.
0: But by treating all that, by treating all that, yeah. 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 I'm not surprised. Yeah, Diet well, lifestyle only. Lifestyle yeah. only. So, so intervening with lifestyle only. Okay. Well, lifestyle
2: only. Mm. Now, now, now. To speaking to you, and I'm one of those people who has genetic risk. Huh. Yeah. For us, we have to take certain medication. Yeah. I mean, no matter what I do. I mean, I'm a plant-based, fully plant. But this, uh, you're talking to somebody who grew up in Pittsburgh, and I used to drive to Philly for the so greatest like food in the planet. <laughs> yeah, we had cheese steaks. But now I'm plant-based. Yeah. But even then. Even with pure plant based, yeah. for my triglycerides still don't come down below three hundred unless I to do niacin. You know. Yeah.
0: So, so this is what happened to me. It's I was, I was. Uh you know, running and losing weight and planting and everything. And I'd have these physicals every and they'd look at me like, oh, just lie down, just keep your p- – calm down before you take your pressure again because they yeah. didn't want to believe it either. Yeah. They, yeah. It was always 130 over 88, 130 yeah. over 88, right. no matter what the hell I did. Yeah. And and I knew that wasn't okay. And and, um, and same thing with the lipids. The, the, yeah. the LDLs mm-hmm. never came down, no yeah. matter what I did. Yeah. And a tiny dose of uh, Vitorin and just – <laughs> yes. I'm in 50. It's yeah, <laughs> that yeah, yeah. ridiculous. That's the epigenetics. And we're yeah.
2: beginning to learn about – so the beauty of all this is we're now at the phase of epigenetics. We're going to know Explain your, to people what that means. Yeah, epigenetics yeah. are not your genes, but how your genes respond to different things. I mean, that's the big blunt one. How they respond to food, how they respond to medication. Uh, certain people are good with cholesterol medications. Other people won't respond as well. And, you know, so we, we're at that stage of, 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 of our uh, medical and, and evolution. And
0: there are cholesterol absorbers or cholesterol it's, producers exactly, and all this kind of stuff.
2: Exactly. That's so we're, we're at that stage. So when we talk about uh, lifestyle having effect, it's a blunt statement. I mean, for a great majority. But we're getting to the point where we we'll find out. So here's Alzheimer's. Three percent of Alzheimer's are heavily driven by genes, and these are three genes: presenilin one, presenilin two, and APP. I
0: think they said there were thirty
2: genes. No, three. First, the three percent of Alzheimer's are driven heavily by genes. Yeah. By and by those three genes. Okay. Um, meaning that did, did,
0: have, I, did I hear you wrong? Though there weren't thirty genes involved uh, with those. The other ninety percent. I yes. see. Yeah. I see. I see. So
2: the, the, so now that three those three genes, if you have them, you're
0: those are the ones we can, we can actually measure. Yeah. And those are the ones that are tested for. You're going to
2: have it Alzheimer's no matter what you do during your lifetime. Wow. You can move it back, but, but you can't. I mean, in fact, with Down syndrome, all Down syndrome kids, you know uh, that if they live long enough, they will have Alzheimer's because they have three chromosome 21, which is APP. We just are about to publish a paper that even in those patients, which are – this is a very strong Alzheimer's genes, right? Yeah. Even in those patients, if you control the diabetes and hypertension – the disease is pushed back.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah so even in that.
0: And controlling the hypertension with meds? Meds. Okay. Meds, meds, yes. meds.
2: Now, the other 90 to 95% are polygenetic, multiple genes, as many as 30 genes, maybe more once we, you know, with these GWAS, which is genome-wide analysis, uh, they found out that with with large populations of Alzheimer's, these 30 genes stand out. What are these 30 genes? These Are these Alzheimer's genes? They're not. They are life response genes. So... How what does good, that mean? Meaning, what a life how, response <laughs> Vascular response, meaning how good, is your, how good are your genes, uh, these part, particular uh, one-third of genes, in responding to vascular trauma? Yeah. If you eat too much fat, if you eat too much sugar, how well your body responds to it? If, for example, APOE4 was one of those. APOE4 mm. is a lipid transporter, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have APOE2, it protects. It does a great job of transporting, getting rid of uh, fats. But if you have APOE4, your risk goes up as much as four times. If you have two of them, As much as 20 times.
0: Do you guys think in terms of uh, what the brain is using metabolically, whether it's fat or sugar, whether that has any impact on all this?
2: We think that the most efficient way is sugar. I mean, we know that ketones have a very quick shortcut. They they don't even use receptors. They just go into the cell. Ketones. Ketones. But sugar, this poor molecule, in order to get into the cell— it has to bind, mechanism. and then yeah. there's cyclic AMP, yeah. and fifty Multiple other. Steps. It has yeah. to jump through fifty hoops, yeah. and, but there's a reason for that. So when people get ketones and they feel good, of course they feel good immediately because it's a quick rush into the cell. But we believe that short-term rush doesn't mean long-term benefit. Mm. We believe that although there's some uh, animal studies that shows that potentially inflammation goes down, but we think long-term there's inflammation. Uh, we think that slow release of sugar. So the problem is not sugar. It's concentrated sugar. Exactly. It's. it's is a is high, there
0: a way to go back and forth between fats, ketones, and sugar? We don't know yet. Yeah. we're beginning. It hasn't been Seems been like that
2: would, very well. You would think. You would think, right? That's yeah. where the. What? That's where the. Um. um uh, Doctor. Prolong. Um, uh, Walter Longo. Walter Longo. Yeah, yes, and he's talking about um, uh, not eating for thirty hours and you know fasting and fasting. all that. But it's very beginning stages. And yeah. I think there's something to it, but we have to learn more about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we and it hasn't really been studied for long enough. Longest studies have been, you know, probably around six weeks. And if you want to look at the long-term effects of ketogenic diet, not necessarily in brain health, but vascular health as well, we don't know. There's no answer right now.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, I just, I just know that I'm convinced that the sugars are a big problem in excess. We agree oh, you with that. Yeah. And, and so, how do you manage that in this culture? It's very difficult.
2: A majority of the food we have, we yeah. eat uh, that's, that's ta- packaged has yes. sugar. Yes. And there's a reason because those 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 companies know that's addictive. It sells it's incredibly. Yeah. Addictive. Yeah, yeah. And
0: and it's hard not to. You know, if you try to avoid starch, it's very hard. Even though starch isn't as bad as concentrated yeah, sugar. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still you you have a little starch. You have a lot of starch. You do. <laughs> it's yeah. like the way it goes. It you, is you, exactly. you don't eat a little pizza. You Eat a lot. Yes. Absolutely. And you, yeah. taco, it's a couple tacos. Correct. It's, it's a lot of starch. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the other part is that the starch is so loaded up front. It, mm-hmm. It's like we don't have – it's not dosed out to us in a way that it would be healthy, right?
2: No. I, I tell you, I mean, the data from every direction is, is the kind of data that most people don't want to hear because we're all about confirmation bias. We want to hear what we want to hear. Yeah. We want to hear that bacon is back, yeah. which is head of Time magazine on yeah. Pop it, That we want to – reality is more saturated fat – there's data, population data. There's post-war data. There's perspective data. There's actually genetic data that saturated fat is not good for you. And that, that's basically it. And then sugar. There's even more data on, on sugar and how – and then there's, the, there's this war between people who say sugar is bad and others who say fat is bad. But I'm saying look at the population data. Look at the perspective data and look at the genetic data. Both of them in, in, in excess amounts or mm-hmm. not even excess amounts. And the amounts that we're getting in the, in the standard American diet, which is mm-hmm. sad diet, is too much. Too yeah. much. So, so, And then the, what, is, what data exists that shows that what can make you live longer? There's right. only one thing that's been shown to make you live longer. Hmm. Low calorie.
0: Oh, okay? yeah. Yeah.
2: And what has low calorie?
0: Plant-based. Plants. But strangely, there's an obesity paradox, too. You heard about that? No, no. Oh, look up the obesity paradox. Okay. Th- that, they, they tend to live a lot longer than you predict absent other illnesses. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. But,
2: but, but the, the obesity paradox, if you take age into consideration. So older than 65-year-olds, you want them to be a little more robust.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But the midlife obesity is very strongly correlated with uh, chronic That makes disease. sense because that's where you get all the age. stuff. That's yes. where yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Metabolic yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We
0: used call it Syndrome X. Yes, that, that? that came from yes. the British study,
1: right, Aish? That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's summer, and that means there are more ways to get dehydrated than the other times of the year. So, whether you're exercising or lying on the beach or jeez, if you're whatever it is, I mean, this is the time when hydration becomes a significant issue. Stay on top of it with Hydrolyte. Proper way to stay hydrated. Need a balance of sodium, glucose, and water, and Hydralyte does this better than any sports drink or water alone. Water alone won't do the trick. You need to have the solute in the water. And Hydrolyte is the best oral rehydration product I've, I have seen. I intended to invent something like this. It turns out Hydrolyte already had it, so I'm behind them. It comes in great flavors like orange berry and lemonade, and it's available in a pre-mixed drink or a powder. My preference, which is these effervescent tablets. You just stick in a bottle of water, and you've got it. You've got the ultimate rehydration product. Compared to sports drinks, listen to me, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. You can find Hydrolyte today at Rite Aid or Hydrolyte.com slash DrDrew. And for a limited time for our listeners, you can save 30% on Hydrolyte. Just click the banner at DrDrew.com and use the code DRDREW18. That is Dr DrDrew18 at checkout. That's Hydrolyte.com slash DRDREW and the code DRDREW18. Well, you've heard me talking about TheraWorks Relief on TV, I'm certain. And uh, I am very excited about this product because millions of people suffer from muscle cramps in legs and feet, particularly nocturnally. It can be terribly disruptive. And now Relief with TheraWorks Relief, a topical foam clinically proven to relieve muscle cramps fast. And with daily use, TheraWorks Relief can even prevent muscle cramps before they start. For over a year, I've been recommending TheraWorks Relief to my family, friends, patients. The results speak for themselves. Now people are hearing about TheraWorks Relief. I've got my own patients sending it to their friends and family. It's a life-changing product for some people, so get into it. You don't need a prescription. You buy it right off the shelf. If you're someone that has difficulty with access to the medical system, the relief is there for you, over-the-counter. TheraWorks Relief, my choice for preventing and relieving muscle cramps. Make it yours, too. Get TheraWorks Relief today at select CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens pharmacies or at theraworksrelief.com, T-H-E-R-A-W-O-R-X, Relief. Talk to your pharmacist. You'll find they're as enthusiastic as I am because you don't have to take a medication for the first time. We control cramps with a topical foam. Theraworks Relief and experience relief from muscle cramps for yourself. That is Theraworks Relief for your muscle cramps. Zoom video conferencing. It is simply the best. It is flawless video. It's pin drop clear audio, instant sharing across any device, laptop, desktop, tablet, mobile, whatever it is. It's HD video and it's striking. It's easy to use, and for the first time, you can see up to twenty-five participants live on the screen. With Zoom, you can share anything with anyone from any device: a Word file, spreadsheet, presentation deck, whatever it is. YouTube video, photo from your phone. Zoom—they finally figured it out. It's everything you always wanted in video communication, including ease of use and clarity of use and reliability. Some amazing features in addition. Some amazing features in addition you didn't even think of. You wonder how you lived without Zoom. You can't. You can even set up a green screen behind you, you can make a backdrop with your logo, whatever it is, exotic locations. Now, if you already use Zoom, like we do, you know what I'm talking about. You're as excited as I am, no doubt. And if you don't, find out. Visit zoom.us, zoo Z-O-O-M.us. Set up your free account today. It's free and it is everything you'd want from video conferencing. All the rest of the video conferencing platforms just become the rest of them. Believe me, you will meet happy with Zoom video communications. Set up your free account today at zoom.us. All right, so we have a few more minutes left. What what else would you think people ought to know about this? Be focused? What kind of, you know, why should they read the book? What kind of basic advice can we give them uh, to help? Because everyone's anxious about this.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the biggest fear. I think um, the biggest message is that it's preventable. Um, you know, usually people think that Alzheimer's disease or dementia is a genetic disease. Yes, but very small percentage of the disease is genetic, and mostly it's related to lifestyle. And um, it's it's never to, too early. Uh,
0: but again, I know, I know how people think about these things. Right. So they're, they're never going to do it all. So if we were to prioritize what things they should do first, what's, what's the list? What's the first priority? Sleep? No, I would say
2: socialize.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or graduate school, we or graduate said, school. We yes, said yes, yes, yes. And it doesn't okay. necessarily
1: have to be school because you know one of the most protected people that we know are you know people who never went to school. Yeah, so yeah. it's the complexity of their lives that okay. matters. Comple- and complex life, and that yeah.
0: socialization is part of that. How much
1: how much connected connectivity you have in your in your uh, with your loved ones, with social your network, community. literally, yeah, but not, not online,
0: <laughs> <as> actual social <laughs> in flesh right. social yes, network. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So Instagram has a account. lot of energy. This, this again goes back to our theory about the brain being primarily a social. Correct. Yes.
1: Absolutely. So, okay, yes. so,
0: so a rich social life. I yes. completely get that. Right. And I think second is food, don't you agree?
1: I think it would be food and exercise, but probably at the same level. You know, does we're it, a sedentary um, uh, community. If you
0: had to choose one, food or exercise?
1: I would say food. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And exercise, is it, does it have to be aerobic or just be whatever exercise you'll do?
1: Well, it's always good to move. Um, yeah. So, everyone, your first priority
0: is the right. one you'll do. Just yeah. move, yeah. yeah. Every stand, day,
1: a uh, sedentary behavior. Uh, you know, even if you work out thirty minutes, but if you're sitting behind a desk for six hours, it negates it. So, moving constantly is important. But now, the definition of exercise has changed, which is you know about thirty minutes minutes of strenuous activity for about you know um, three to four times a week uh, is 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 great.
0: Did I see some data this week about weightlifting or yeah. resistance training? Was, yeah. Yeah. Say, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, not all of them. Uh.
2: Legs, and this is going to make yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. What's so, th- this is very unique. Init- initially, when I this saw this, was just uh, out, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, there was some data before. Okay, but yeah. then it was strengthened right. recently. <laughs> Sorry, strengthened. Pardon the part. But but uh, it, there seems to be a strong relation between leg strength and brain health. And Truth. initially, I thought it was one d- bidirectional. So because they were healthier, therefore they had legs. Yeah. Bigger. No, it seems to be a direction.
0: Leg strength, meaning absolute strength of the legs? Like who right. can press muscle the most? Mass. Yes, muscle, muscle mass. mass. Yes. Muscle, muscle
1: mass. mass is associated with the size of the brain, with the hippocampi specifically. Wow. Yeah. And That's so much,
0: crazy.
2: <laughs> I, I tell people, I mean, as much as we think that the l- heart is a pump, I mean- the, the veins in the legs don't have a muscle, so they have to get back. So the leg strength does matter. It actually pumps the sense. blood. It's sense. also the biggest metabolizer in the body. This is huh. the biggest muscle in the, in the body,
0: right? You it's, think they'll be competing with the brain then?
2: Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's actually meta- – no. Metabolism is about homeostasis or keeping things even, okay. even keel. So it does a great job of that as well as growth hormone. So I'm making these up. I mean not, yeah, I'm not completely making these up. I'm kind of giving them weight. But there seems to be a very strong relationship. So if you're going to do any strength ex- exercise – Leg well, let me uh, –
0: This uh, another thing occurs to me. I, I've read somewhere over the – I don't know how long ago that uh, leg heavy leg lift lifting and testosterone levels are, are associated mm. too. So it makes me wonder if the testosterone figures into brain health in any weird way.
2: We we got to study that. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely.
0: And now we have a lot of women getting testosterone replacement mm. as part of their hormone replacement therapies. It would mm-hmm. be interesting to see if they have a lower – I mean you have a ready-made population there. Do they have Correct. lower incidence of – of uh, dementia or something. There, there were yeah. some studies that
2: showed relation between testosterone level, testosterone levels, and brain, uh, brain, brain mass. volume, brain mass. But but they didn't go much. For, but that's a great It'd be something interesting, to study. Right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: So all right. So we, now we're, we're working out our legs. We're and then we're running too. Right? The aerobic is good as well. Is yeah. it absolutely. One, again, I didn't get clear. One better than the other. Aerobic conditioning versus strength training—a little bit of both, probably true. Absolutely, of both, yeah. training, we, we a Strength about.
1: training more for the elderly, um, and aerobics more during midlife. We yes.
0: talked about various nutritionist issues. Obviously, we've not talked about smoking, which is—you know—that's your vascular problem. Absolutely, you know, this, this just it destroys the this, endothelium. Just destroys mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Any concerns about nicotine per se? I asked that because. I allow my patients that I get to stop smoking. If they get addicted to nicotine, just stay on nicotine. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, I think nicotine itself specifically hasn't really been studied with Alzheimer's, mm. not that I know okay. of so far. But, yeah. I, yeah. heard, I actually it should heard something about
0: enhanced cognition, too. Yeah, with, with, the, with, when yeah. we were at NIH, we actually
2: studied ad- adenosine, which is a uh, – so and, and nicotine and, in relation with Parkinson's. And Parkinson's, yes, Parkinson's I was disease. about to say. So, so coffee, there's an enhanced, that's the coffee. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Coffee exactly. de-represses adenosine, right? right. right. In fact, so,
2: when we did this review paper, big review paper, the one thing that kept coming back was coffee, coffee. and Parkinson's yeah. uh, in reverse relationship, meaning – more it's drinking helps coffee you. It helps you So Absolutely. coffee's good we can, yeah. That's all
0: coffee's good great. Okay. Yes. Coffee's it's great Yes It's the
1: sugar and the, co- uh, the cream That's not okay. good it? Coffee's great yeah.
0: Okay I like that I drink a lot of black coffee Yes uh, And there was something else That occurred to me my Oh by the way brain. Before
2: we get sued if you Make sure you don't have A heart disease uh, Arrhythmia When
0: you drink coffee You know what I I, I keep hearing that But I, I It's started, not that common It's not that big it's a it's deal If you have a Really exquisitely Delicate atrial fibrillation You're trying to control For somebody who doesn't want To take an anticoagulant Or something It's like okay That's somebody Yeah but everyone else ends up in atrial fib anyway, and yeah. always on an anticoagulant. So You're what the right. hell are we doing? <laughs> so it's like you know what I mean, exactly. And they're, they're, they're all on an arrhythmic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I, I don't withholding people's uh, joy in coffee is just does not I seem right to me. I agree. Um, uh, All right. So so we're we're going. I had some other things I wanted to. Oh, oh, alcohol. So let's talk about the 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 issues with alcohol. I mean, we hear weird. You know. Pe- The overall alcohol is associated with decreased longevity, Mm -hmm. yet it reduces the risk of heart disease in very low quantities, maybe. And also we hear about some of the contents of... Uh, Red wines, particularly, maybe being neuroprotective, but of course, alcohol is a neurotoxin.
1: Is so, right. how do
0: you measure all that out?
1: I think well, I agree with you. I think alcohol is a neurotoxin. The, the way we describe it and explain it is that you know alcohol is usually used as uh, social lubricant, and when people get together, that in itself, that activity of getting together That's with good. people and social connectivity is good. Okay, so, drinking so it, a small um, amount. <laughs> yeah yes. lots
0: of socialization. Correct. Okay. And it
1: calms people down, especially people who All have anxiety right. or stress. And okay. so from that perspective, like, it can like, actually be good yeah. For, yeah. for the brain. <laughs> I bet <been, I've> <laughs> popular with this one. <laughs> yes.
0: Socialize more, drink more. Exactly. I, I think you're going to see a lot of stuff now with the amount of drugs the kids are doing mm-hmm. too, no, though. you we,
2: we, we do. We see it in, in a, a clinic. We, we do a free clinic. Well, uh, the SAC clinic, which is a, uh, low. We see strokes in 30, 40-year-olds because of meth.
1: Oh, yeah. It's
0: incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure those are even strokes. I, I, they may be direct cytotoxic injuries. They look kind of like strokes. Correct, yeah. No, I, the cocaine gives you this vascular, yeah, yeah, yeah. the vascular Tr- constriction, yeah, of the yeah. strokes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, because, because think see about it. I a lot of them. I know. Well, they get all that, all that yeah. central stuff. Right. And MDMA will do the same thing, correct. too. Right. Correct, but I'm, I'm wondering about cannabis, if that's going to create a new problem down the line or, or be protective. I don't know. If people want it to be the wonder drug, yeah. what do
2: you think? I, I think too early. too early. I mean, uh, well, we know the long-term effect of high cannabis use, high amounts of cannabis. It affects short-term memory. We know that.
0: But and and problem-solving and motivation. Uh, all about. the motivation, yeah. all that stuff.
2: But yeah. I think there are components of this drug that can be useful. I mean, people... We're patient together. after patient comes to me and says you know my, uh, the ones especially the ones that have um, uh, anxiety and mm-hmm. anxiety disorders mm-hmm.
1: at the late stage. nothing right?
2: works as well mm-hmm. as any byproduct of uh, of marijuana, mm. uh, we're talking about THC. We're talking about uh, you know the CBD, uh, CBD uh, all these things. Uh, it's amazing. So at this point, I'm like, okay, if it works for you, absolutely. Especially anxiety disorders with Alzheimer's. Mm. That that seems to be the most effective for those patients.
0: That's interesting. Uh, yeah,
2: and at that point, I don't care about short term. Oh wait, oh yeah, yeah, what's I the mean, downside? Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. exactly.
0: That's especially I mean, if anxiety. I think is it br- needs
2: to be studied much more. We are always ahead of the data. We always jump ahead. Well, no, of the, the data.
0: patients are ahead of the data yeah, yeah, even yeah, more yeah. than we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm we
2: try to sure. pull them back. and say, just hold off.
0: Let's, yeah. let's study it more. And now people are microdosing LSD and other things. Are we? Yeah, neurotoxins again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you do you adhere to the theory of the phenomenon of excitotoxicity? Do you know what that is? And
2: yeah, so uh, As
0: I understand. Let me tell you how I understand. Yeah. You tell me if this theory holds. That, it's, that drugs like amphetamines cause a vesicular rush at the, to, the, to the cell surface. It's causing an excessive vesicular fusion with the cell surface and over time essentially causes a dysfunction of vesicular formation. And what you end up with, which is with uh, monoamines free in the cytoplasm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that become free radicals and go up to the DNA and tear it apart a bit. Is that a phenomenon that uh, – it's a theory. Is that something that you think is real?
2: I, I'll, I'll make it uh, – I, I, you know, when people talk about sugar or, or any stimulant, I bring up a much less sophisticated analogy. I said, yeah, And I kind of date myself. I said, do you remember the, the, the car Pinto, Ford Pinto? <laughs> Imagine putting it on nitro fuel 24 hours a day, seven days a week – you know, three hundred sixty-five days. Eventually, it blows a fuse. What do you think is going to happen? It blows the, the gas. That yeah. mitochondria and that system was yeah. not meant to be stimulated at the rate so, we're doing. So it. we
0: don't, though. We don't know the full issue. We don't. It's some destructive effect. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Drew,
2: I, I made it very
0: <laughs> good. I like it. I like it. There, <laughs> no, it, it means that that one theory may or may not be part of the story. Will yeah. more to yeah. be learned. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, but I think that's more what you're seeing in the injuries because I've been seeing them for years. Yeah, these, uh, these, you know, sort of sen- central subthalamic, yes, yeah. uh, subcortical, sub-cortical cerebral yeah.
1: hemorrhages and ischemic strokes. Yeah, but that's
0: lot. but that's cocaine. That's cocaine. True. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
1: You get to see. Okay, them guys,
0: so this, this has been a really fun little romp for me. I appreciate. It. Is there anything else before I wrap this? Up that you want people to know or think about or do?
2: Yeah, a habit.
0: So, all this advice,
2: first of all, getting through the noise. What we're actually saying when we were writing the book, they kept saying, Give us something sensational. Give us something. I know. Uh, That's uh, the sorry, problem. Vitamins, yeah. data, there's not. Oh,
0: NAD, anything on that? That's the newest uh, thing.
2: Beginning, We're just learning.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just, did. I've been fascinated by that literature yeah. and I'm trying yeah. to figure out. I talked to a biochemist who convinced me of the biochemistry. Yes. But I, I don't know. But yet. the data on the
2: yeah. population, or even a, it's not there Still yet. Still not really there the, for, But it to makes it.
0: sense. I was thinking but, about taking it. That's my yeah. plan. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, I don't see a big downside. Yeah. Well, if, uh, if we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> tell us. Tell us. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you.
2: But, but so far, the only two things that have been shown is uh, level three, which is vitamin B12 for those who are low normal or low, and, and omega. DHA, omega. And even there, the data is not as strong as we f- originally yeah. thought.
1: Yes. So you far, know. they say 250 milligrams a day.
0: Of DHA. Yeah. yeah. DHA,
1: yeah. So,
2: so yeah. that's basically it. So, and then food.
0: balance. Yeah. Wait, DHA and EPA? Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 So
2: yeah. It's, it's, it's the food, not the uh, – the <laughs> studies show that when you take uh, vitamins separately, it works completely differently than when it's in the food synergistic way. So that's one thing. So, uh, the, the, five things we found out. neuro, um, nutrition, exercise, unwind, which is stress, the effect of stress and what it does as far as cortisol, inflammation, all that. Um, the fourth one is sleep. If you think that you even put small potential that you have sleep disorder, get it seen by a sleep professional. That's one thing we've learned. And then mental activity. Don't retire. <laughs> uh, yeah, or if you're going I, to retire yeah. keep us active in something yeah. that you have passion for personal and, a and hobby it,
0: and again I've been practicing medicine for many years as an internist mm-hmm. particularly males Yes. They just die yeah. fast when they don't work. They do. It's oh, just absolutely. crazy. It is. Right? Am my yeah. yeah. Women see that keep, all the time. Women do okay. For, they get, they get, yeah. They're
2: involved. They're, they keep them, Maybe themselves. Maybe it's the social thing. Maybe it they're is. able to maintain a more socially trying, rich
0: environment. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, guys, I really appreciate you spending time with us. It's the Alzheimer's Solution. Go to Amazon. Go to, I'll put it up on the website. Check it out. Um, if people have questions, can they go to TeamSherzai.com? Absolutely. absolutely. You Love might get inundated. S h e r z a i dot com. And uh, thank you.
1: Thank Thank you so much. much. This was fun. We'll see you next time. Thanks for having us.